0: order. Okay, welcome to the Queen Anne's County Commissioner's meeting. This is a public meeting that is being aired live on our local cable television station QAC TV7. These media broadcasts provide county citizens an opportunity to watch and review our scheduled public sessions. In addition to our live audience this evening, we are providing remote options for citizens to watch and participate in County Commissioner meetings. Citizens may watch our meeting live on our website at QAC.org slash live, or on our television channel, Breeze Line Channel 7, and High Definition Channel 507. Citizens may also participate by joining the live Zoom meeting by going to (coughs) qac.org slash public comment. Citizens may also email comments to public comment at qac.org. Comments received will be read during the press and public comment period on this evening's agenda. We acknowledge everyone's participation And by attending, you acknowledge that this session is both recorded and aired. Press and public comment will be taken and is limited to three minutes per person. If you do wish to speak, please sign the information table outside in our lobby. Comments longer than three minutes can be submitted in writing for the commissioner's review. We will now stand and be led in the Pledge of Allegiance by Commission President Chris Corcorino. I pledge allegiance to the
1: flag of
2: the United States of America, And to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all.
1: If you could please remain standing for the 14 children and one adult that were killed at an elementary school in Texas today. Thank you.
0: Okay, our agenda for today's meeting, May 24th, and the regular and closed session and sanitary commission minutes from uh, your May 10th meeting have all been circulated for review. Do we have any additions or corrections?
3: Yes, I'd uh, like to add, uh, make a motion to add uh, Proclamation 2234 to the agenda. Second.
1: All in favor? Uh, Aye. Uh,
3: motion to accept the agenda as amended and the minutes as presented. Second. Second. All in favor? Aye. Aye.
0: Okay. All right. Thank you, commissioners. Okay. We just had a brief closed session under the general provisions article, sections 3305B7 to consult with council and section 3305B1 to discuss boards and commissions uh, for appointments. So I think we did make uh, one, reached consensus on. I one.
4: move to reappoint Patrick Perry and Mike Whitehill to the Economic Development Incentive Fund Commission. These terms will expire on May 31st, 2025.
1: Second. Motion and second. Any discussion? All those in favor say aye. 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 Any opposed? Okay, four in favor, one absent.
0: All right, thank you, commissioners. That brings us to our uh, press and public comments period, uh, part one. So thank you for taking the time to express your views to the county commissioners. Comments are limited to three minutes per person. Comments longer than three minutes can be submitted in writing. This commission respects your desire and right to convey your message freely. When you come forward, please speak clearly at the standing microphone. State your name, address, and topic of interest. And in keeping with the dignity of our office, we ask that all views be expressed in a respectful and civil manner.
1: All right, um, John Velocchi.
4: Is he not here? Not here, not here,
1: okay. Al Huffenbein.
5: Yeah, I'm, I'm here to talk about the, uh, the Lowry property with, that was uh, zoned. Well, to start it all off, it was uh, Mike Dale and uh, Gene Ransom that met with the, with the community and the community said because we didn't have as many apartments and what have you that they wanted a town center. So we didn't have any provisions in Queen Anne's County at that time for town centers. So then, what happened is I had several friends that built them throughout the nation. I brought them in, and what we did is we did everything to you know create a proper town center with all of the amenities down to everything. Uh, Helen Spinelli was just new. I mean, was new at that time, and she worked with us because they never had anything like it. We went through all of this and then we had COVID come up. We, we put all the plans into the planning and zoning. And now I understand that you, you, you are, or are going to down soon the Lowry property so that it's going to take away what we put all the work into and it's going to go into some other zoning pattern and you know, I'm having a hard time understanding that that's all.
6: Thank you. Tracy Schultz. Tracy Schultz Chester Maryland so I was here before you on May the 10th and requested a meeting so that I could get an explanation of why you made a decision to remove my property from the growth area and I have yet to hear from any one of you all so. I would also like to know how you came up with a new small little parcel along Main Street and what can be done with the zoning that you are giving that parcel did you check with me the property owner before you made changes to my property No. did you check with the State Highway Administration to see if I could be allowed access to this parcel no How do you know that the changes you're making to my property and doing it without my approval will allow me to have a buildable parcel? I'm not sure if you do or not, but what is your plan to compensate the property owners, myself and the libraries for the decrease in property value that you have caused? What you're doing here is called a regulatory taking. It's a legal term. The legal claim is called inverse condemnation. It is the opposite of eminent domain. Why it is called the opposite of eminent domain is because with eminent domain, you pay for what you take with what you are doing with a regulatory taking, you're not paying. Thank you. Thank you.
1: Okay. Anybody else? Press the public comment? Anybody online? Okay. We'll close. Press the public comment.
0: All right, Commissioners, it is uh, 542 and we have a public hearing on county ordinance 2104 scheduled for 540. So Mr. Thompson's coming on down to uh, officiate the hearing. So if you want to turn to tab number seven, this is item one, a bill entitled an act concerning the utility scale solar array district in Queen Anne's County.
7: Ready? Mr. Thompson? Thank you. <clears throat> On March 22nd, 2022, Commissioner Ryan introduced County Ordinance number 2104, a bill concerning the Utility Scale Solar Array USSA District in Queen Anne's County for the purpose of revising and updating the provisions regarding the utility scale solar array district in Queen Anne's in the Queen Anne's County Zoning Ordinance regulating the the location of utility-scale solar arrays located outside (coughs) of the USSA district, providing for compliance of such arrays with with conditional use standards and requirements, providing for perpetual conservation easements in connection with such arrays, establishing requirements for such conservation easements, and generally updating and revising the regulation of utility scale solar arrays in Queen Anne's County. This hearing is being held Tuesday, May 24th, 2022 at 5.40 p.m. at the County Commissioner Meeting Room Liberty Building, 107 North Liberty Street, Central Maryland. The Planning Commission made a favorable recommendation subject to certain conditions to the County Commissioners regarding the proposed amendments. Copies of the ordinance have been available at the county commissioner's office prior to the hearing during regular business hours, and online on the county website. Speakers will be limited to three minutes each. Written testimony of any length can be submitted on or before today's date to the county commissioners, one hundred seven North Liberty Street. All hearing sites are accessible to individuals with disabilities. Sign language interpreters and assistive listening systems are available. For the record, of the proceeding will be a certificate of publication indicated notice from night's hearing was published in the Bay Time's record observed for three consecutive, three consecutive weeks prior to night's hearing and the recommendations of the uh, Department of Planning and Zoning and Queen Anne's County Planning Commission in the form of a memorandum dated March 14, 2022 from Stephanie Jones, principal planner. Is there any public comment? Did you uh, uh, Tony Kuppersmith.
8: <coughs> Good evening, Commissioner. Tony Tony Kuppersmith with Calister, Guitar Show, Walter and Walker, 100 Northwest Street, Easton, Maryland. Here on behalf of the applicant, who's the property owner, uh, who's right on the edge of the two-mile USSA radius, Trip Callahan, and the potential solar developer, which is in Enel, North America. And so the purpose of the proposed amendment is we have the two-mile solar radius, the district, and what this proposes to do is to provide a little bit of flexibility so that if you have a property that's along the edge of the two-mile radius that's part way in and part way out, it could be included with within a utility scale solar project, provided that you have a one-to-one perpetual conservation of any impacted farmland for that part of the property that's outside of the two-mile radius. So unlike on the inside where there's not necessarily the one-to-one perpetual conservation, there would be um, if the properties that are partially or partially out are able to be used. And one of the issues here, as far as background, is when you look at the two-mile radius, the district, it seems like a really large area. And it is. But when you go through the analysis that solar companies go through to look at the properties, you start whittling down from this big group of properties. And first, you, you look at which ones already have conservation easements on them. I can't use those properties. That takes care of part of it. Then you look at forested areas. They don't necessarily want to use a forested area, you know, because we don't want to clear the the forest to make way for the solar panels. And so then beyond that, you look at residential areas. That's another area that you want to avoid, potentially, with these projects. And finally, you go to the individual landowners, and they may or may not want to participate. And by the time you've gone through that whole checklist of trying to find, you know, where is an area that I could maybe do this project, you've actually gone through a lot of that a lot of that two-mile zone there. And so recognizing that the county has adopted um, a district for utility-scale solar, this legislation would just provide a little bit of flexibility so that properties that are right on that edge could participate, provided that you have the mitigation to permanently protect farmland. Thank you.
7: That's the only person who signed up. Is there any other public comment? Close the, hearing. Close the hearing. Keep the comments over
1: two weeks. We'll Vote on it.
0: We'll do that. Well, actually, be three weeks. I three? think. Three. Because yeah. the way it falls. June fourteenth. yeah. Yep. Okay. Is our next meeting? Yep. <coughs> okay, commissioners. Our next uh, hearing is at five fifty. We have a few minutes. So we have uh, also in tab seven, uh, we have uh, county ordinance number twenty two oh nine. Uh, the act concerning illicit discharge detection and elimination of pollutants in um, municipal separate storm sewer systems, MS-4, and that is available for a vote. We had a hearing on that uh, two weeks ago. So we can take action on that if you choose.
4: Motion to approve 22-09. Second.
1: We got a motion to second, any discussion? All right. all those in favor say aye. aye aye any opposed or in favor one opposed and uh, i think some birds might be opposed as well <laughs> I, don't I don't think the birds like them
0: it's not <laughs> i'm not quite sure what that is commissioners but
2: <clears throat> isn't absence consent <laughs> hmm? or absent not <clears throat> it's not Posed, it's just,
1: just absent, yes. yeah. absent.
9: <coughs> it's opposed,
1: it's
0: just <laughs> absent all right we can uh, Doing, uh moving on moving on all right we got a few we can go do a couple of new business items here while we're waiting for the clock to get over to five fifty here uh, if you want to turn to tab number uh three uh first we have the um uh, from the board of education tab three item one board of education transfer between major state categories we have uh, this is essentially a budget amendment for the board of education and they are requesting to transfer uh, 35 35 000 from instructional salaries to health services and three hundred and seventy-five thousand from instructional and special education services to transportation salaries
4: I move to approve the transfer of funds between major site categories for the Board of Education for the period April 1, 2022 to April 30, 2022 as follows. Instructional salaries to health services 35,000 and instructional instructional and special education salaries to transportation salaries seventy five thousand. Second.
1: All right. Get a motion and a second. Any discussion? Any questions for Dr. Salins on this? All in favor? Mm-hmm. So, aye. Aye. You opposed? Aye. All
0: right, four in favor, one absent. All right, thank you, commissioners. Item two on page uh, three is a bid review for a Maryland Energy Administration grant. And this is from our Department of Community Services. This is a redo. If you recall, we had one bidder on this project for some PTAC units at Foxtown. Uh, we re-advertised and got three bidders and uh, much more competitive pricing. I think we saved about $25,000 and we have a recommendation for an award here to (coughs) Puckett's Heating and Air Conditioning for $103,850. I move to award the
4: bid for Foxtown PTAC unit replacement project to Puckett's Heating and Air Conditioning LLC and authorize Mike Clark, Chief of Housing and Family Services to execute the contract once proof of all cert- certificates and bonds have
0: been received.
1: Second. Okay, got a motion, second. Any discussion? What's the uh, timeline
3: on this, Todd?
0: They need to get, uh, well, they're, the low bidder is preparing all their paperwork now to get their sureties in place. And I think the work has to be complete by August. So they're gonna get right on
3: it. But I mean, have, have, we question them on the availability of the units. The equipment, yeah. Just because I'm just telling you, I don't think they're going right. to have the units by August, not that many units, mm. unless they've already got them in stock because...
0: They may have them in stock, but I know the work has to be done by the end of the summer, so... Um, Can we I'll verify with them? Yeah, I will check on that and report back.
1: <coughs> so what's the <coughs> consequence if it's not done by the end of the summer, the contract... Uh, that was a condition of
0: the grant, yeah. Okay. Yep. Right,
3: but well, that's what I'm going to say. Are we going to be able to... Satisfy it
0: get an extension.
3: Yeah. Okay. I will check or on the that. state going to be lenient. Okay. I will check on that for the supply chain issues. All,
1: right. All in favor, say aye. 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 Any opposed? All right. Four in favor one absent and it is 552.
0: Yeah. Okay. It's 552. So we can swip, uh, switch back to tab number seven. Item number two, we have the comprehensive master water and sewer hearing for the white marsh park and Bloomfield house. We have Mr. Thompson and Director of Public Works, Alan Quimby. Ready? Yep.
7: Um, this public hearing being held uh, by the County Commissioner of Queen Anne's County Tuesday, May 24th, 2022 okay. at 5.50 p.m. in the County Commissioner's meeting room located at Liberty Building, 107 North Liberty Street, Centerville, Maryland. Purpose of the hearing is to consider amending the Queen Anne's County 2011 Comprehensive Water and Sewerage Plan in addition to the hearing, uh, educa- an informational presentation was made on Tuesday, May 10th, 2022. The proposal being considered is White Marsh Park and Bloomfield House, the site shown on Queen Anne's County Tax Map 36D is parcel four, parcel approximately 318 acres in size, located on Maryland Route 213 due north of and adjacent to the northern extent of the incorporated limits of the town of Centerville. Property zoned agricultural and consists of a recreational park, cottage, and historic Bloomfield house. The amendment seeks to change the water and sewer service designation from S6W6 to S2W2 to connect existing uses to the town of Centerville's water and sewer system. In accordance with Article 519, 51 B of the Comprehensive Water and Sewer Plan. The connection is deemed by the County to have under that section, the, the connection will be deemed by the County to have a direct benefit to the populace. Property will be given an L limited development designation in accordance with Article 51438 of the plan, thereby not allowing any intensification of the use without a subsequent amendment. Into the plan, average the anticipated water and sewer flows will be 250 gallons per day. Copies of proposed amendments have been available at the county commissioner's office and a, uh, online on county website. All hearing sites are accessible for individuals with disabilities. Sign language interpreters and assistive listening devices are available person who wish to comment uh, on the proposed amendment may do so at the hearing. Speakers will be limited to three minutes each. The written testimony of any length can be submitted before the hearing date to the Director of Public Works, 312 Safety Drive, Central Maryland. Part of the record of the proceeding will be a certificate of publication indicating notice of the saying was published for two consecutive weeks prior to tonight's hearing in Bay Times and Record Observer both newspapers of general circulation in Queen Anne's County by Simon. there no one signed up with any public comments with respect to the amendment to the order and server plan. And I've received none either.
10: All right,
1: close that. I don't think this one has to wait, right? We can vote on this one? Mm-hmm.
0: You can yeah. vote on this tonight yeah. if you choose yeah. to, yes.
9: Mm-hmm.
4: I move to approve the, the map amendment request to upgrade the sewer and water service category from S6W6 to S2W2 for White Marsh and the Bloomfield House.
1: Second. Got a motion a second. All those in favor, say aye. 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 Any opposed? All right, four in favor and
0: one absent. All right. Thank, thank you. you. Thompson, Mr. Quimby, thank you very much. All right, commissioners, we're a little ahead of schedule, but I believe our next presenters are all here this evening. So um, next we have, uh, for our presentations, we have the 2022 opioid awareness poster contest winners. All right. So we have Dr. Patricia Salins, Warren and Kathy Wright, and Julie Killey. So um, I think I saw Julie out there. Yeah, so yeah, I, I think did. they're, so they're, they're, so they're all out there, so. Wanna Wave him on in, ready to go. Yeah, come on, in. please. Come Good in. afternoon,
7: yeah.
11: commissioners. I'm um, wow. Warren Wright. I'm a volunteer for the Queens County Drug Free Coalition, and we have before you some.
9: Come on up, the senators. Come on up front here. Yeah, right come there. on up. That's
11: beautiful. Yeah. All right. And while they're coming in, I don't want to waste a lot of time, so I'll talk and you can look at them. <laughs> uh, this is the recognition uh, time. Thank you very much for the uh, uh, kids that did the uh, vape tapes and the. Uh, excuse me, that did the uh, videos and also the cost of the contest winners. Uh, And this is all part of the opioid grant which covers all kinds of stuff. But for tonight we're just covering the posters and the videos. And the interesting thing about that is the third year of the grant I believe is due, because Todd reminded me, it is due this week and it is in the superintendent's hand. And We hope we'll have that for the third year. And again, the Drug-Free Coalition just um, uh, helps with that. Uh, the, board, the grant is through the Board of Education of Queen Anne's County. Um, the interesting thing about today, while everybody's coming in, is I wanted to make sure that I introduced that our superintendent of schools is here.
1: But hold on one second, Warren. Yep, the one with the other poster, if you want to sit over here at the end of this row, that we'll have all the posters.
9: OK.
11: And uh, oh, the
1: hold it. got one more poster that's not your poster room. your poster yours come yeah. here yes. sit in the front row with us
11: Thank care. you. That way we, everybody can see all of them. Yeah, she should be in the front row um, uh, The other thing about this is the interesting part is Everybody had a part in it uh, The school looked over uh, the idea for the posters and the video they approved them sent them out to the schools um, and this, the kids made them, submitted them. The Drug Free Coalition gave the prizes. Uh, the county commissioners, you guys, uh, Commissioner Moran said, let's get them in the county buildings and rotate them. And they look great there. Uh, Julie, who does all the hard work out there, which you guys all know, she did uh, 30 businesses, have the, the posters in there. And um, uh, they're also going to the schools and be uh, uh, rotated among. We're, primarily interested in the middle schools and so that's where the efforts will be Um, the interesting thing too is is uh, which I might have mentioned with the prizes the prizes were given by the drug-free coalition uh, and then the next part of their grant requirement was that there be community meetings and so the commissioners uh, the sheriff the state's attorney uh, warden cook Uh, a a mom from Queen Anne's County who works in the schools who lost a child, and a young person who overcame addiction. They all, that's a pretty good crowd, and so the grant paid for the prizes, and the prizes were great because when Julie went in to ask about you know, looking for prizes, a lot of the businessmen in Queen Anne's County, business people in Queen Anne's County donated prizes as well. They got some great prizes. I thought the donated hot dogs were god-awful, but (laughs) the prizes were really good, and so uh, the commissioners and uh, the sheriff and the the, uh, uh, Lance uh, did that twice, both on Sundays, and so we really appreciate that. The turnout was really good. Uh, The other thing is the superintendent of schools gave Uh, the Commissioner uh, the permission because COVID makes it pretty tough uh, to speak to each grade in all of the middle schools and so the County Commissioner and uh, the State's Attorney and the Sheriff all spoke to each grade in all of the middle schools three out of the four middle schools and I'm telling you particularly as I remember Sutterisville Middle School that you could have heard a pin drop Uh, so the A squad did that did a really good job with that Um, Before I introduce the kids I want to just mention that uh, Luke Parker is here from the uh, Record Observer and he has really done some great articles about um, education for alcohol, tobacco and other drugs and also our local personalities at Channel 7. They're always hanging around but I tell you they could not be more cooperative (laughs) with us. Uh, So I just want to say before I introduce them thanks to all the kids that uh, participated. Thanks to the winners. The prizes by the way are really good. And uh, to the parents who brought them and do it again next year. And I told all the kids that your superintendent of schools was here to support you. And so that's kind of nice too. So with that in mind, uh, let me introduce, first of all, our video contest winner. And right over here, you guys all stand up and see how tall you are. (laughs) A, the, the teacher involved was uh, Morgan Murphy and um, Ariana Garden. I had these all practice before I came in uh, she was one of the actresses and Cheyenne Starkey was 12th grader she is the other actress and Kyle Ortiz was the director and if you haven't seen the video it will be plastered everywhere uh you'll be You'll be. we're going to watch it you ready you, do you mind okay, let's, let's watch let's, it, it action what
12: better way to embarrass
11: <laughs> <laughs> hey
10: um
11: it, it was the 10 minutes coming in early that was what did it are we gonna watch it
9: mm-hmm. okay
0: Ready? Yeah. let it roll
13: What are
7: you doing in here?
13: Get out of here! This stall is taken. Why are you in here with the stall unlocked? I have to get to class. I don't know what you were doing in there, but it couldn't have been good. Leave me alone. This is none of your business, Charlotte. It will be my business when I have to report it. Just tell me what's going on, please. Leave me alone. I don't understand why you care so much. You should really get to class. We can talk about it later. No, I'm not letting you walk away. Why do you care so much about the activities I partake in? You can't do this in school. And I care about you, Katrina. Even though we've fallen out, I don't want you to get in trouble and I don't want things to get worse. Why do you still have this? You'll always be important to me, Katrina. Let's get out of here.
1: I think we just have Bruce and Chris, you guys can just pack your bags now. Yeah. <laughs> we got your replacements.
11: Yeah, and that was a lot better when I watched it on the, my laptop. Um,
2: so the, the you gals did a great job you're probably sitting here mortified that this was actually. <laughs> hey, hey, Bruce, how many people actually will watch this uh, on QAC Channel 7 in the next? 10 to 20,000. 10 to 20,000 20, <laughs> people, will probably see
14: it? Plus to 1,000 so At least 40,000 people. Yes.
2: So be, be prepared to sign autographs.
11: <laughs> <laughs> okay. For our poster winners.
13: Uh,
15: yes.
11: Picture now. No, we'll present this to oh the yeah. List. I'm sorry. Go
13: ahead. This is Megan Murphy, the um, theater teacher at Painebleau <coughs> High
16: School. And I just wanted to give a little um, shout out to her because she took the time to teach this all of her students a unit on filming so they could actually participate in this. Um, Once the kids made their films, they they showed them to each other as a class, and then they chose which one would come to the competition. Mm -hmm. So kudos to
12: you. Thank
16: you. (laughs) Very good. On behalf of the Dark Free I'd like to present the theater club with a certificate and a stipend for items that they can purchase.
11: Their, um, some money to purchase items for their club. So. Yeah. Okay, I think we're now we're ready for the uh, poster winners. And look, when I call your name, don't be afraid, stand up. We'll show your posters and don't worry, there won't be any questions.
9: <laughs> <laughs> <That> <laughs> <you know of.
11: laughs> Lilania uh, Muldanaro. Ken Island high school. She's in the 12th grade. Aubrey Klein. She's a seventh grader at Stevensville middle school. And Taylor Jones. She's an eighth grader at Centerville middle school. We have two that could not come: uh, Samuel Powers and Audrey Whitehair. Although she may be on uh, watching it, uh, so uh, the next one is Francis Conti, 10th grader, Queen Anne's County High School. want to mention too Samuel wasn't here but she's from or he's from um, Y River upper school because it's, we included some of the private schools and next year there'll be more of the private schools invited to participate um, and last but not least Sophia Tate Mattapique middle sixth grade Nice. okay I think
13: to present the prizes. Aria Francisconi is receiving free drivers
11: at course at her choice. And the rest nice.
13: of the participants are all Those um, are nice. offered a three hundred dollar Amazon gift
11: card. Mm-hmm. Wow. Nice. And uh lastly I just want to say to the commissioners, thank you guys. All for more than just a picture for all the continued support of the drug free coalition and anything to do with our kids and the alcohol tobacco and other drugs and it's picture time hold on hold on it's not picture time just yet oh Uh-oh. so you know I, I, I I'd like to personally thank dr. Salins
4: for allowing us into the junior highs to talk to everybody uh, it, it, it is uh, it hits home I, I think it's uh, something I'm, I'm glad that we do I'm glad that we Warren, with, with your leadership and, and Julie's, you know, I think that we're, we're making a difference. It's so obviously I will say, resonated. I will say that you make a far greater difference than we ever will, because it's your friends. You, you might not think it, but your friends are going to see this, and they're going to say how much you care about that, and maybe that'll keep them away from. I mean, you know, it, it, it takes more than just a commissioner, a sheriff, and a state's attorney. You know your involvement's unbelievable your your posters are outstanding i cannot believe just out of curiosity how long did it take you to do that i mean is it two days five days is it ten hours. wow that's impressive so i mean not only are you talented but uh you you care about this and and you know we greatly appreciate that and and it's like i said it, all of us working together hopefully we can put a dent in this and and turn back the tide so thank you very much
9: Excellent. Yeah, plenty of time to pick up Yeah,
14: that's right. Just in the nick of
0: time, Mr. Wilson. Uh, no. We're going <laughs> to
4: yeah. That's right. <laughs>
0: photo <laughs> off, photo op.
4: Why don't you, uh, everybody, step to the right?
11: Come to the right. There you go.
4: There you go.
11: That is suitable for framing.
16: Perfect.
4: Thank you. Thank
9: you,
4: ladies. Thank you. Thank you. Thank hold on no. yes. a
2: I've already spoken
17: to the sheriff in advance, and you can try oh. to speak to me. <laughs> 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 yeah, Thank <you can't> <laughs> <It's> Just tell me if you know it's Marie. All right. This should be okay.
2: There you we are.
9: Congratulations.
3: Great job. And well done. Dance on? Yeah. Yeah. Just well yeah.
7: yeah. 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 yes. a little bit. There you go. Squeeze on in here. We want,
4: we want the posters oh. in the picture. Yes.
7: Thank you. Thank Do you
3: everybody? <laughs> Good? Yep. Thank you. Congratulations.
9: Congratulations.
0: Good job, Julie and Warren. Thank you very, very much. You. Good job. Thank you, thank you very
18: much. Wrestler. Great. <laughs> never, thank you, All right.
0: Mm-hmm. All right, Commissioners, we are a bit ahead of schedule. Uh, we can switch back over to new business, uh, tab number three left off with item 3 is our next item on pages 4 through 10 item 3 is the housing bond allocation transfer for 2022 and this allows the Maryland Department of Housing and Community Development to utilize our Queen Anne's County housing bond allocation this is something we do each year we transfer this to the state and they use the uh, that resource to provide local government housing bond allocations to uh, folks in need here in Queen Anne's County. Um, this does uh, provide a, a little more opportunity for those funds to be uh, delivered back to residents in need for first time home buyers, et cetera, in Queen Anne's County. So uh, we would uh, recommend transferring this again this year.
2: We move that the President of Corcorino sign the transfer of allocation letter to the Department of Housing and Community Development as described and recommended by the Department of Community Services Housing
12: Division. Second.
10: All
2: right, <clears throat> motion and a second. Any discussion?
1: All those in favor say aye. 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 Any opposed? All right, five
0: zero motion carries. All right, thank you, commissioners. Item number four on pages 11 through 15 is uh, <coughs> emergency services has an MOU between Uh, Queen Anne's County and Calvert County and this is a mutual aid agreement of sorts for marine responses for both counties. And uh, I believe Director Scott Haas is here in the audience, if you have any questions for him. But this is uh, an MOU that will allow those two uh, agencies to help each other during times of high demand incidents.
9: I move to approve the memorandum of understanding amongst Queen Anne's County Department of Emergency Services. Glen Annes County Fire and DMS Commission and the Calvert County Department of Public Safety.
10: Second.
1: All right, We got a motion and a second. Scott, tell us what this does so the people back home understand.
10: So basically about three months ago, Calvert County reached out to our department and asked us if our county would be interested in providing mutual aid assistance to their county marine wise. Uh, So we put them in contact to the three departments in the county who actually provide marine services, which is United Communities, Kid Island Fire Department, and Graysonville Fire Department. Uh, They basically work together to come up with this agreement, uh, and I help facilitate it to get it through legal review and get it to you. So basically what this will allow is both parties, and this is kind of a global agreement, so it covers Uh, more than just marine services. So if we need them for fire services or EMS, we'll already have an agreement in place to do so. Uh, An example where we would use them is the Bay Bridge run uh, because we use about 15 jurisdictions on average assisting us with that run. Uh, So this would already have an agreement in place prior to that.
9: Okay, any questions? Do we... What other mutual services? Give us a little bit of a fit of what our other mutual service arrangements are.
10: As far as with other jurisdictions? So we basically have a mutual aid agreement with every bordering county that we have. Uh, We're probably in review cycle for Kent County, Caroline County, and Talbot County. We recently renewed an agreement (coughs) with Anne Arundel County within the last two years. And we recently did one with Naval Academy. Uh, about two years ago Uh, but basically any of our bordering counties are the ones that we focus on this is more of a special resource request because there's not every county provides marine services so everybody has been reaching out prior to boat season which basically starts this weekend coming up uh, to get everything in place to prepare for boat season
9: yeah okay
10: but it's all encompassing so it covers the only thing our mutual aid agreements don't cover is law enforcement. Law enforcement does their own mutual aid agreements, but this is full encompassing with hazmat, fire, EMS and rescue operations. All
1: right, any other Good. questions? All those in favor say aye. 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 Any opposed? All right. Thank oh, you, Commissioner. Thank, Thank you. you.
2: Scott. Do we want to do the proclamation right now? Hold on one second. Uh, Proclamation 22-34. Whereas emergency medical services are a vital public service in Queen Anne's County, and whereas Queen Anne's County Emergency Medical Service provides, are ready providers are ready to provide life-saving care to those in need 24 hours a day, seven days a week, and whereas access to the quality emergency care Queen Anne's County Emergency Medical Services provides dramatically improves the survival and recovery rate of those who experience sudden illness, or injury. And whereas Queen Anne's County Emergency Medical Service providers cons- consist of first responders, emergency medical technicians, paramedics, firefighters, police officers, educators, administrators, and others. And whereas the member of Queen Anne's County Emergency Medical Services, whether career or volunteer, engaged in thousands of hours of specialized training and continuing education to enhance their life-saving skills, and where it is appropriate to recognize the value and the accomplishments of emergency medical service providers of Queen Anne's County by designating emergency medical services week. Therefore, be it resolved that the county commissioners of Queen Anne's County declare the week of May 15th through the May 21st, 2022 to be national emergency medical services week in Queen Anne's County to show support for the providers who care for our citizens and visitors to the, uh, in, their at, in their greatest hours of need. Signed by the county
10: commissioners. Thank you. Well, commissioners, thank, thank you very you. much on behalf of all system providers, which are about 250 strong between volunteer and career within the county, thank you for that. And also on behalf of our EMS staff, uh, you've made a commitment within the budget, which really makes a statement on our future for EMS within this county. And on behalf of the entire staff, thank you for everything that you do and the support that you provide us. Uh,
2: Thank you. Um, Commissioner, you have the the one left to sign the uh, proclamation and then we'll make sure you get that. Okay. Thank you, Scott. No, thank
10: you. Thank you. you. All
9: right,
0: commissioners, uh, moving on. We have item number five on pages uh, 16 through 20, and that is the 2022 Queen Anne's County Comprehensive Plan and Narrows Community Plan adoption. This is in response or follow-up to the public hearing that was held on April 12th. Following that hearing, at the direction of this board, the final edits were incorporated into both the Comprehensive Plan and the Narrows Community Plan and they are now here by <coughs> for adoption via resolutions 2204 and 2205.
4: I move to adopt the 2022 Queen Anne's County Comprehensive Plan to replace the 2010 Queen Anne's County Comprehensive Plan and the 2022 Kent Narrows Community Plan to replace the 2006 Kent Narrows Community Plan in accordance with resolution number 22-04 and 22-05 as required by the Maryland land use code 3-204. Second.
1: All right. Got a motion and a second. Discussion.
3: Uh, uh, Yeah, I'll start off. Um, So we we heard some testimony tonight about some properties um, that are being pulled out in this plan. And, uh, you know, I, I It's it's bitter for me to have to be a part of a vote like this as a commissioner But it is the tough votes we have to take Um, I guess the saying we have to pay for the sins of our fathers is coming true. No more today than it ever could Um, Some of the development we've done over the years previous commissions and decisions They've made have put this group of five commissioners in a situation that we can't walk back from right now Um, hopefully in the future there are some remedies that can be had and we've at least allowed that in this comp plan to look at that uh, going forward but uh, to those that are getting pulled out i apologize for having to take this vote and it's one i wish i didn't have to take i just want to um,
2: thank um, our planning and zoning commission and staff uh, wallace and montgomery for the hard work and time that they put into this plan um, it's appreciated um, Amy Mordock and her staff and and the folks that worked diligently over these last two years to get this to where we are today. Thank you very much.
4: I'm gonna echo the same things for our our planning commission and Montgomery Wallace and it's a two year, two years. This has been going on. um, And you know, we're we're, I'm happy with the plan. I think that it it addressed a lot. I think that uh, a lot of effort was taken to reach the public in every venue possible and to get an input and I've been contacted by numerous people saying that they were around for the 2010 comp plan and said this one is you know was much smoother and uh, you know uh, really no complaints I will say uh, getting to pulling property out of the, out of the uh, uh, designated growth areas you know Queen Anne's County somehow and I don't know you know and, and this is something we're going to have to look into and find out But Queen Anne's County somehow is the first jurisdiction in the state of Maryland and in the Chesapeake Bay watershed to reach its allocation for uh, sewer. And to me, you know, the fish smells rotten. I just just can't believe that a a community of 50,000 people is maxed out on a sewer allocation. And as I look around to all the other jurisdictions and municipalities, that have plenty of sewer allocation. So I think that, the, you know, something that we're going to have to tackle as a group is maybe possibly to form a commission to look into how we got to where we are and what are our options. Because I honestly don't believe that the EPA or the State of Maryland MDE is going to listen to us without some sort of out uh, Outer legal, voice. Yes, you know, legal action. So, and that's something that we need to work on because we cannot continue to stifle growth in Queen Anne's County for the next 10 to 20 years, while we hope that somewhere down the line someone gives us more allocation. So, you know, that's, that's I think, one of the major problems that we're gonna face here coming up in the next, you know, two to 10 years. Anything, Stephen? No. You good?
1: No, good. I think
9: everybody said everything I would have said, so I won't do it twice.
4: There you
1: go. I just want one thing to add, that's sort of a point of clarification we say, out of sewer allocation because then people are going to see a new house being built and they go, what right, about that? Right. Is that we have sewer allocation, which has been allocated to projects, some for over a decade, right? Um, so they haven't, but they haven't built yet, but they have that sewer allocation. So that's what we're talking about. As the allocation is the amount of capacity that we have to give out. That's what we're maxing out at. So if you see a new house being built, don't say, oh, the commissioners lied at the meeting. They said there was no more. that. This is the process, the capacity that we have to give out is what has been maxed out. Um, but so that's, that's the situation that we're in. That accurate, Tom, the way I said it that is, the, that is accurate, yes. Okay. Yes, Commissioner. All right. Any other comments? All right. All those in favor say aye. 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 Any opposed? All right. That was uh, five in favor. You had a comment? Did we jump the gun on before we No, not at
15: all. I just, I wanted to take this opportunity. To introduce yourself. Hot down. Amy Mordock, Planning Director for Queen Anne's County. And I just wanted to take this opportunity to thank this board for all of its support through this process. There have been very difficult decisions in front of you. And the way that you have assisted staff and the way you have assisted the Planning Commission to grapple with those issues and give assistance is most appreciated. Um, I can assure you that staff is dedicated to coming up with solutions and reaching out to the state and to EPA. We've already started those connections and so we will continue to do so. We're in agreement that um, we can't, in our growth areas where we want to see growth and have dedicated infrastructure, we can't see ourselves in amber. So. Uh, we're in agreement, and we hear the message loud and clear, and we'll continue to work hard on that. Um, I also want to thank our consultants who started uh, signed this contract pre pre-Covid and uh, helped us through that challenge. And I have to say that um, Lauren and Ray, in terms of their public outreach and the way that they provided opportunities for the public through Covid and following, uh, was just phenomenal and I feel that the compliments that you have heard about the community having their voices heard are definitely sit with Wallace Montgomery who have kept us on task and were just really great at keeping the public informed and so I thank them very much. I also thank the Planning Commission for all of their hard work and especially Sharon Dobson, our Chair, who had to navigate these tough waters and was just um, was, was a rock for me. And having to communicate with her and <coughs> help us to stay focused, so I want to say thank you. And I also will will end this uh, thank you uh, session with I have to note all of the hard work that um, Stephanie Jones has put into this project. Any compliment that has been received really sits in her lap altogether. She is been silently working behind the scenes, making sure that everything is focused and every dot, every I is dotted and T is crossed. And all of the um, successes of this plan, they, they're due in large part, if not entirely, to Stephanie's hard work. So, and I thank you very much.
12: Thank you. Thank you.
9: All
0: right. What do we have? That's all our new business for this evening. We can move into uh, press and public comments. Uh, if there's any more press and public comments this evening? No, okay. Well, we have some folks here in the audience, maybe.
14: <coughs>
9: He's bringing the mic. Oh, sorry. Is there a list up there? Mark? John Villiani,
14: I represent uh, DNF Development. We're trying to do the uh, town center on Kent Island on the Lowry property in the Dream Farms. I just wanted to say, you know, we've been working on trying to get this approved for over eight years. We have been stymied by the county. We've been stymied by the Office of Planning. We've been through this up and down. We've been in three different times. We have never had a sit-down review process. We're going to try to have a meeting with the Office of Planning June 1st to find a way that we can compromise and move forward. I just was hoping that you guys would would have responded a little bit more positively toward the effort we've been making over the last eight years to get this approved. It's not fair. We've been trying to be in the link, and now we're taken completely out of the process because we're no longer in the, quote, growth area. We were directed by the former head of the Office of Planning to try to go get sewer allocation before he would even give us a corrected or an approved plan. Out of sequence, out of the norm. It took us another six months to get that taken care of. So I just want you to realize that you have put in jeopardy the investment that we've made and my, our investors have made over the eight years of millions of dollars. So, I'm hoping that there is some compromise and recourse that we can move forward. Because it's just not fair the way we've been treated. That's all I want to say. Thank you. <coughs> Marjorie, is
1: anybody else on the list? No, but
2: there is no list. No uh, one signed up?
6: No. All right. Joey? Okay. Good evening, Joe Gannon, 641 Roberts Station Road, Churchill, Maryland. Nice to see y'all, commissioners, Mr. Maud, Miss Margie. You guys are doing a fantastic job. There's a lot of people out there that are really talking nothing but good about this group. I'm so happy with everything you guys are doing. I know how difficult it is with the budget process, being on the school board before and everything. It's a tough decision, and the general public does not realize how many hours you put in. I know that you guys put in a lot, a lot of hours, and you've done a great, great job, and I really want to thank you for not raising taxes. You know, it seems to me the five of you get along really good, and that makes a big, big difference. It's definitely not time for a change, and I hope all five of you get reelected. Thank you. Thank you, Jeff. Yeah.
1: Anybody else want to? Say what Joey said. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you can cash that check now. Say it again. <laughs> All right, we'll close uh,
0: press of
3: public comment then. Thank you.
0: Okay, moving to round table.
3: Actually, I'm just gonna wait since we're gonna have the budget hearing. We typically talk at the end of that and just I'm gonna That's fine. wrap it up. Yeah. Well,
0: We have to wait till seven. Yeah, no, We have okay, a yeah. council yeah. yield hearing so seven o'clock. Take a recess. Take a recess seven. till seven. Yeah. All right, we're in recess, thank you. All right, thank you. Follow so we'll me back to order all right thank you commissioners um we are here this evening now for our constant yield hearing for uh our 2023 proposed county commissioner budget and so tonight's public hearing may 24th is at 7 p.m is established for the purpose of receiving public comments on the constant yield tax rate the county intends to maintain its current tax rate of 84.71 cents per hundred dollars of assessed value instead of the constant yield rate, which is 83.32 cents per $100 of assessed value. This will result in $1,157,505 of increased real property tax revenue. Accordingly, the legal advertisements have been placed in the newspaper of record in Anne's County, and the county commissioners intend to set the tax rate and adopt the FY 2023 budget on June 14th, 2022, and this County Commissioners Hearing Room, 107 North Liberty Street, Centerville, Maryland, at approximately 6:45 p.m. Okay, so we have a short presentation that I will run through, uh, highlighting our FY 23 proposed county budget, and then we will receive uh, any public comment. Okay. Oops. All right, so. Uh, Brief introduction. Our FY 2023 budget uh, continues to provide sound financial management to provide responsible public service to our residents. It reflects all of the recommendations from our spending affordability committee, which includes compliance with our policies on debt management, maintenance of our healthy rainy day and revenue stabilization fund reserves, use of fund balance and PEGO funds to reduce our proposed capital debt, our proposed FY23 capital budget reflects a bond sale of $7 million, which is the lowest issuance for the county in over 20 years. And in addition, I'll point out that uh, this year, we'll be, uh, we will be actually reducing our overall county uh, debt burden uh, by about $2 million. Our budget is consistent with our AAA bond rating, which we are very proud of. It is the, uh, one of the, it is the best on the Eastern shore at AAA. We have two quotations here from uh, the rating agencies. The first one from S&P Global Ratings: uh, Queen Anne's County has demonstrated a resilience in our economic and financial profile through the pandemic. Excellent overall credit profile, supported by active, forward-looking financial management in our environment, and we expect the positive results uh, demonstrated over the past decade to continue here in Queen Anne's County. And Fitch. Our AA rating reflects strong revenue growth prospects from a growing property tax base, a manageable expenditure growth, and demonstrated ability to reduce expenditures during economic downturns. So again, we're uh, tops with our AAA bond rating on the Eastern Shore. Our tax rate for FY23 remains the same. Uh, this is our 12th running year. Property tax rate is proposed at 84.71 cents per hundred dollars of assessed value. The income tax rate will remain the same at 3.2%. Our budgeted growth is just under 10% over FY22. We um, had a budget of $156 million in FY22, and our FY23 proposal is $171.4 million. Our revenue streams, income tax, and property tax make up the lion's share at 85.1%. Income tax revenue is projected to grow by 12.4%. Property tax is projected to grow by 4.2% over FY22. The constant yield rate represents the real property tax rate for the upcoming year that would generate the same amount of revenue that was generated in the current year. So as assessments increase, the constant yield rate decreases. The FY23 constant yield rate is 83.32 cents per $100 of assessed value. Uh, The constant yield is slightly lower than the current tax rate proposed at 84.71 cents. And as mentioned earlier, the current rate results in revenue which is uh, roughly 1.2 million more than what what would have otherwise been generated by the constant (coughs) yield rate. Out of the past 12 years, the constant yield rate has been higher than our tax rate for six of those years and lower uh, for six years as our property tax rate has remained consistent over that time period. This slide shows the, where we stack up with all of the Maryland jurisdictions in our property tax rate. We are the yellow bar, which is fourth lowest in the state of Maryland, which includes all 23 counties and Baltimore City. Some FY23 budget highlights. Uh, first, uh, the Board of Education. We fully funded the Board of Education's request. Uh, we funded them at 1.2 million above the MOE. Now that has uh, increased slightly because the MOE certificate has come in a little bit lower. Uh, this is due to uh, some d- declining enrollment, but uh, so we're about 1.5 million above the MOE with the current budget proposal. We have a proposed uh, public library service expansion and a new mobile library system. Our budget includes funding for employee recruitment and retention actions. The addition of an ems crew to provide enhanced services to our south county regions an allocation increase for our volunteer fire companies increased uh, snow removal operational logistics to uh, incorporate uh, pre-treatment with salt brining and gps snowplow technologies uh, allocations for beautification in the Kenton kentoneros for landscaping and grounds beautification and several historic preservation projects including our circuit courthouse here in centerville the old Centerville High School, which is the current Board of Education administration building, and the Crumpton Elementary School in North County. This slide shows the proposed revenue by source. It's just a pie chart, gives you a kind of visual perspective of the uh, revenue streams, and the big blue segment is income tax at 40%, and the red is property tax at 45%, making up that 85% chunk. Uh, this slide basically shows all of the revenues that we receive by their actual amounts we show the FY 21 actuals the FY 22 approved budget our proposed 23 column and then the change between 22 and 23 and you can see at the top there we have real property tax and income taxes are the uh, uh, at 74 and a half and 68.8 respectively the third Largest would be our recreation taxes and transfer taxes. which come in, come in about thirteen and a half million. On the expenditure side, this is a, a similar pie chart that shows all the expenses where our budget dollars are allocated. Our total proposed budget again is one hundred and seventy-one point four million. Education is the larger blue <coughs> sector at thirty-seven uh, percent, followed by public safety, the purple sec- sec- or segment sector at eleven percent followed by Public Works 8% and other agencies in the light blue uh, sector at 16% and we'll talk about a few of those shortly. This is a similar uh, expenditure table showing the expenses by the actual allocations for each county department. First we have uh, county administration which includes our new Department of Information Technology, Budget and Finance, Human Resources and our county commissioner's branch, executive branch $8.4 8.4 million dollars followed by community services which is our department of aging and housing and community services 3.2 million dollars planning and zoning 4. Point, excuse me 2.3 million dollars public safety which includes emergency services and our detention center at 18.8 million dollars followed by public works at just under 14 million dollars parks and recreation which includes our airport, Baybridge Airport, and golf course, Blue Heron Golf Course, at just above $6 million, yielding a subtotal for our general county government of $52.9 million. Next, we have Board of Education at 64.085 million. That is the, and that is an increase of 1.525 million, which is the largest single allocation increase across all of our departments and agencies. Other agencies uh, I mentioned earlier, this is the 16%, which includes uh, Sheriff's Office, Orphan's Court, our Circuit Court, Chesapeake College, our Free Library, Board of Elections, and Health Department to name a few of the major ones here at $27.2 million. We have our debt service funds at $13.1 million for Board of Education and General County Government combined, and then we have some other expenses including uh, insurances, OPEB benefits, grants, and other non-departmental costs at $14 million, yielding the total general fund of 171.4 million. Some of our budget enhancements, and these are uh, additions to uh, funding levels from FY22, Board of Education. Again, I mentioned this is really 1.5 million above the MOE requirement. Animal services, we have 200,000 for medical services and animal care supplies 525,000 to fund uh, increased library services for the Sellersville branch and uh, other countywide library services. Now out of that five twenty-five, about 250,000 is for the Sellersville branch and the other piece was for the other countywide library services. Health department at 317,000 for community health outreach services. Department of Emergency Services, we're gonna implement the Leops Retirement System for our paramedics and EMTs. Also, emergency services, we have roughly $400,000 for the addition of an EMS crew to provide enhanced services to our South County region. $289,000 for detention center for additional correctional officers and equipment. A $244,000 allocation for our volunteer fire companies to increase volunteer emergency services. Circuit Courthouse for a new drug coordinator position, $96,000, and a allocation for (coughs) Chesapeake College an increase there of 102,000. On the capital budget side, we have a capital budget of 47.4 million proposed, leading off Board of Education just under 10 million for a new central office, a replacement of the Queen Anne's County High School roof, and uh, windows and doors, building envelope upgrades for the current central office building uh, where they are located in the old Centerville High School we have three million dollars allocated for roads capital projects including five hundred and fifty thousand for the queen anne's county high school parking lot 2.8 million for the ymca senior center which is now under construction historic courthouse renovations at two million dollars detention center renovation expansion 1.8 million dollars 1.4 million for additional information technology infrastructure public fiber and hardware $1.2 million for Parks and Recreation for Equipment, Artificial Turf, Field Design, and Landscaping. 600000 for our Emergency Services Public Safety Network and Radio Subscriber Replacements. 625000 for Volunteer Fire Companies for their Local Capital Allocations. And uh, a new dog park and public restroom facility, $200,000 at White Marsh Park. A few remaining capital projects and these are largely enterprise accounts Uh, the South Kent Island sewer system phases two and three 7.3 million and that is uh, via loans and user fees public landings 1.8 million which is all grant funded which includes our dredging of the Kent Narrows blue heron golf course rehabilitation of the front nine greens at 500,000 and some additional public road Overlays and utility systems preservations at two million dollars Our FY 23 capital budget funding sources include uh, PAYGO 5.3 million Grants in uh, at 10.5 million a bond sale as mentioned of 7 million operation funds 600,000 Capital fund balance reserves 13.3 million and other sources loans and user fees at roughly 10.6 million now this next series of slides is really illustrative uh, for purposes uh, just to show everybody that we do have uh, forward thinking <coughs> plans as far as our capital budget and our rating agencies like to see this. Uh, the first column is FY23 and we have five planning years beyond that. So we plan out our capital expenditures over that time horizon, it gives us a good perspective of how we wanna allocate our funds and prepare our budgets You know, uh, five years out So on the left-hand side of the column, or the chart there, we have all the county departments and all the projects that are envisioned over the next six year period. All the agencies are listed here. So a lot of this changes in those out years, but it does provide us a good planning opportunity to show how we are gonna allocate project dollars in the future. So again, the first column is the stuff we'll be doing in FY23 as proposed. So that includes all of our county departments and outside agencies. A few upcoming dates. Um, Today is May 24th. We are here at the Liberty Building. This is our constant yield hearing. We have a uh, repeat um, presentation tomorrow night at the Soutlersville Middle School at 7 p.m. Our final budget work session, if we need that, would be on June the 7th here in this meeting room. And then we would be proposing to adopt our budget and setting our tax rate on uh, June fourteenth at approximately six forty-five p.m. and that is the conclusion of the presentation. You can take any right. public comments on our proposal. Connie Zillig, Hi, My
13: name is Connie Silig. I'm president of the Friends of Queen Anne's County Library, an organization of over five hundred members. The Friends have supported both the Capital Campaign for the Kent Island Expansion Project, as well as provided funds for the new library, um, mobile library unit. We are thankful for your support as commissioners for both of these major library projects. The new library expansion and the renovation of the older library space provide our community with a state-of-the-art facility with new technologies, materials, and much-needed meeting space for school children, nonprofit groups, and business activities. We appreciate your support throughout this endeavor. We also want to thank you for supporting Queen Anne's County Mobile Library, which will allow the library to better serve residents and vulnerable populations and bring the library to more communities, particularly in the northern parts of the county. In summary, we want to thank you for consistently seeing the library as a treasured <coughs> resource in Queen Anne's County and ensuring that funding is available for the library to continue to meet the needs of a growing community. Thanks.
1: Thank you. <coughs> Dr. Salins?
13: Good evening again. Patty Salins, 385 Hemsley Drive, Queenstown, and I just want to kind of say ditto from last night, but I really do, I can't express enough the um, appreciation of the partnership. I really appreciate our conversations um, month to month. I think they're very important that we're transparent with each other and that you guys can help us as much as we can help you as a community. Um, Dido, what um, Dick said last night, as well as um, it's been hard times for our families, and we appreciate you stepping up to the plate when we need things such as proms and things like that. And so we really appreciate your support. Um, we couldn't do things without you. And I, I can't go without saying that the $1.5 million over maintenance of effort shows that you care about our community and our teachers and our staff members. And without that, we would not be able to offer an enhancement for their salary. So thank you very much. Thank you.
1: Ann Cassidy.
16: Good evening. My name is Ann Cassidy. I live in Symphony Village. I'm a member of the Board of Trustees of the library and I just want to thank the commissioners for supporting the Queen Anne's County Mobile Library which will allow us to better serve residents in vulnerable populations and bring the library to more communities. We are excited for this new library branch and really can't wait to see it when it's all done, um, and all that we will be able to add to our existing programs and services. We're also very much we also very much appreciate the commissioner's acknowledgement of the need for expanded services to the North County communities and the financial support to allow us to further reach this area. Thank you. Thank you,
1: Sarah Darling.
17: My name is Sharon Darling, and I live at 103 Maple Lane, Barclay, Maryland. And I am president of the Southersville Memorial Library. And first, I'm going to tell you again, like I told you last night, many thanks to all of you for your time that you spend for the benefits of this county in so many different ways. And I told you again, I don't want your job. Thank you anyway. (laughs) Uh, And you're going to hear probably just about the same thing I said last night, but I just feel like it is worth repeating. I must first uh, say that if someone had not watched the work sessions for the budget, we would not have been aware of what was going on as far as the county library system wanting us again. I'm here tonight to give you just a little bit of history about our independent town library. There has been a library in Southersville since the late 1800s in many different locations throughout the town and have been called different things than what it is called right now. In 1946, a lease was signed with the Asbury Methodist Episcopal Church South and the town commissioners of Suttersville that the property would be used as a town library, and it has been that since that date. During the 50s and the 60s, the town library did function as part of the county library system because of financial reasons at that particular time, but in 1975, three, when the first bookmobile services were added to the county library, uh, there were to include regular stops up at the northern end of the county. And they then felt that the services were being duplicated and the library closed. The community all around the area of Southernsville, not just the town, but all over, There were members of the PTA, there were the Patriots, there were the Town Commissioners, there was the Lions Club, there was the Betterment Club, and there were other agencies throughout the county that rallied, and there was a library board that was formed. The Town of Souttersville received the deed for that building in 1973. With the town having the financial responsibilities, fundraising in each year, we have remained independent, and we are unique as we are one of two in the state of Maryland that are independent libraries. In 1989, there was a room added in the back, and the first time there was a bathroom added to the building. We have met with the town commissioners, and they unanimously voted that they want our town library to remain independent at this time. We and our patriots are very passionate about remaining as we are. We are patriot driven. And I just want to add a side note. This past Sunday, we lost one of our most valuable patriots, Rachel Weedman, who passed away at 99 and has been using that library since probably back in the late 40s. Thank you. We have asked this before if we wanted to become part of the county library system, and we definitely say no. A patriot said that our library reminds her of going to Grandmom's house. You're loved, you're family, and you're wanted. We cherish what we have in our Suthersville town library. Thank you so much for your time.
9: Thank you.
1: Brenda Schmidt.
16: Good evening. I'm Brenda Schmidt. I live at 140 Schmidt Lane in Sellersville, and I am a board member of the Sellersville Memorial Library. I'm here to speak about preserving the library as an independent public library. Before I do that, I would like to thank you for your past support of the library. You support many, many organizations in this county, and you always seem to find a way to do that, and it's it's really appreciated. The Queen Anne's County Library has submitted a proposal to you to add the Sellersville Memorial Library to their system. Our board has been approached before about being run by the county library. Our answer then was no, we do not want to be taken over by the library, and this is still our um, position. We do not want to operate as a branch of the county library. We're very passionate about preserving our town library and preserving the history that it represents. It's a part of our Eastern Shore tradition. We are a small library, but we are unique and entirely driven to serve the needs of our patrons. If a patron wants a book that we do not have, we will order it for them. If a patron likes a particular offer, author, we will buy those books. If a child wants to study trees or frogs, we will make sure we have books about trees or frogs for them. We know our regular patrons by name. We deliver books to our homebound patrons. Our librarians, Bonnie Schultz and Tammy Short, love to make our patrons happy. And it shows in all that they do. I'd like to list a few features and services that the library has. <clears throat> we do not issue library cards, but you do need a free account with us. Our collection includes fiction, nonfiction, young adult and children books, Christian books, Spanish language books, research and reference books, as well as audiobooks. We do not have digital e-books. Our, our budget's not that deep. We do promote the county library digital services, especially Hoopla. We encourage our patrons to have a county library card. We have events such as crafts for kids, paint nights, petting zoos, and a Halloween party, just to name a few. We have Wi-Fi. We have public computers. We have freeancestry.com. We have a website. We're even on social media. We host the Department of uh, Health Nurses at our library so they can offer their wellness screening services. We're open on Monday and Thursday afternoons so students can come in after school. We're also open on Saturdays. Before I close, I think an important point to mention is the cost to operate the library. In the proposal made by the Queen Anne's County Library, if they were to operate the Sellersville Library at 20 hours, it would cost the county and taxpayers $252,000 per year with a staff of eight people. We are currently spending $65,000 per year to operate our library with a staff of three people and some volunteers. We're happy to know that you're willing to spend money on a library in the north end of the county. We would like to ask for you to consider supporting the Sellersville Library directly as an independent library at a much lower cost than as a branch of the county library. Thank you for your time and for listening.
1: Thank you. <clears throat> Carolyn Walls.
16: Hi, my name
18: is Carolyn Walls and I live in, or outside of Sellersville and Peters Corner Road but have always been active and participated in the the town of Southersville. I'm the branch manager for the People's Bank uh, in Southersville, so I have, there's a lot of things that are important to me in the town. Um, The Southersville Memorial Library requested $15,000 in operating funds for the coming fiscal year. Um, and To purchase and maintain our collection books, videos, the internet subscriptions, magazines, and programs. Uh, we also uh, requested 5375 capital improvements, which we needed to replace some carpet and purchase some new chairs. <laughs> um, so with that said, in the past, first of all, I want to thank you for supporting our library over the years, and you certainly have done that. Um, I've been treasurer of the library for over 25 years, and I have seen that support, and I do appreciate it. Um, You have uh, supported our budget request, and the town has supported us monetarily also with paying the librarians salaries, utilities, and the building maintenance. Um, These funds have allowed us to support and offer library services to the northern end of the county where there really wasn't any other facility. Um, Since the budget request was submitted and I submitted that back in February, circumstances have changed and the town of Sellersville has told the board that they will no longer be able to support those expenses uh, this upcoming fiscal year and going forward. I will be honest and admit that the library board has been extremely fiscally responsible and we can weather the upcoming fiscal year if we don't get any support. Um, We do have endowment funds. We'd rather not touch them if we don't have to, but they're there if we need to. And you need to know also that the surrounding community uh, on the northern end of the county uh, support the library with their donations to help maintain that library. They're very, uh, very supportive. Um, I'm actually amazed at, <laughs> at their support. Um, currently, this year, uh, our you know patrons and not patrons, have donated over $15,000 to help support our library and that says a lot as far as I'm concerned about the, the local people. Um, and once again we have been or I feel we've been fiscally responsible with the monies that are spent for library services and I'm asking you to find those funds to let this library support that end of the county. And I'd like you to include us in your line item budget going forward. Um, But um, as you can see, and I don't know if you have that or not, but from our 21-22 budget that we (coughs) submitted last year, to fully fund and operate that library, we'd need about $65,000. And I realize that in light of our current inflationary environment and asking taxpayers to pay more for our services that we, that we offer, um, I'm hoping that uh, it's a what I call really reasonable budget to request. And hope that you would um, help us out here to continue to uh, operate and serve our community. Thank you. Thank you. I you. Appreciate it.
1: That's all we have on the list. anybody else who wanted to speak.
12: Good evening, again, Commissioner Bill Faust, uh, a resident of Solisville and uh, chairman of the Fire and EMS Commission for Anne's County. Again, thank you, gentlemen and uh, ladies of the finance and everything else for uh, I think it's a job well done on the budget you can't I can't uh, it's nice to sit down <coughs> in these public hearings and everybody is thanking you um, it, it's just unreal to me I mean I, I go to all three budgets every year since I've been chairman um, but you all have done a great job I appreciate it. the fire company appreciates it I also want to again reiterate tonight how uh, how great a job you did for Department of Emergency Services unbelievable because uh, speaking for Director Haas and his people uh, they appreciate it and uh, the citizens will appreciate it when they find out we've got another ambulance that's able to not that anybody ever wants one but if you need it and it's not around or you got to wait an extra 20 minutes or whatever that's a lot of time. So. Thanks for uh, stepping up and and seeing that we need another one down south and also for the LEOPs because since I've been here in this position I have seen a lot of great, great paramedics and ENTs and everything else leave not for better money but for better retirement. And the LEOPs is going to solve that problem I think. Um, We'll keep the the ones that we've got around and I think it's a great outstanding job. now taking off my fire company shirt and putting on my town of Sellersville because I used to be the chairman or the president of the commission of Sellersville for years and worked alongside these ladies because they did want to be independent and stay that way. We used to get, we asked for a slip and they showed the patrons and where they were from. And you would be surprised that better than half aren't even from Sellersville. We were getting as far as Pennsylvania, New York, everywhere else come and see the small little one in the town where Jimmy Fox was, all that stuff. It all come, they all came and, and came to that library and left great notes about it and everything else and took books out. So thank you, gentlemen, for a, a job well done. Thank you.
1: Anybody else? All right, that'll close the press and public comment. Uh, Commissioner's Roundtable, will start on your end this
9: time. Well, as we move through these uh, Budget hearings were once again surprised, and I hope gratified by the fact that nobody comes to uh, say anything critical. It's frankly astonishing when you have 50,000 people <laughs> and zero complaints. I don't know just what it means, but it must be good. That's it.
4: And I'm gonna echo his sentiments and move on. All right. Hopefully, you guys, don't jinx us for tomorrow night.
2: <laughs> uh, <laughs> Mr. Um, I, I just just our finance staff. Um, They do a wonderful job. Uh, Our county administrator would be remiss if we didn't include Todd. And working closely with our department heads and directors and and asking them to really look close at their operating costs and their capital projects and, and, um, and be good stewards of the taxpayers' dollars. So
3: kudos to our finance staff and to our county administrator. Thank you. <laughs> so, yep, once again, I just wanna thank everybody for taking the time out of their night to come out here and, and, and give us some very nice comments. Um, and <clears> the <throat> library is still, that's tomorrow night. We'll keep that straight, so. Yeah, come, ke- come, come back to, for that show. That's right. <laughs> um, but to, uh, to, to uh, uh, Billy's point about the ambulance, um, I guess it is that the old saying, I think you were looking for was have it and not need it and, and need it and not have it. And uh, it, it does, um, I think, we we get the reports every week and we see how stressed we can get here, especially in the summertime, because, you know, a lot of people don't realize what the traffic increases in the summer. There's a lot more opportunities for accidents and we certainly see our fair share of them in North County on the at-grade intersections and typically they're not your run of the mill accidents. They're 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 usually rather severe and require a lot of resources, whether it's the uh, medevac helicopters, additional ambulances out of our service, even mutual aid from Kent County to take care of that. Well, we got to realize when we shift those ambulances up this way, we leave gaps elsewhere. So, having that extra ambulance in South County is going to be a huge, huge asset to uh, fill some of those times when things get uh, a little dicey, uh, to say the least. Um, nobody talked about what we did this past week, so I'm going to go ahead and throw a couple things out there. So, uh, we, we, four of us up here, somebody didn't march with us. We were in the Stevensville parade, um, had a good time. It was hot uh and it was funny because there was a ton of people out there when we went by but when i came back around it was about a third of the crowd that was there because it it was it was just ridiculous and uh, so we enjoyed that we had a good time saw a lot of, and it was really nice to be back out in the public doing things like that to where you didn't have to look at people with masks and kids were having fun and there was candy and things like that so it, it was a good time i think we all had a Uh, enjoyable time marching um then i uh i actually went up to Southersville to the pour up the shore which again i think the heat had a little bit to do with the uh uh probably 100 people but really expected to see more out there but i think the heat and the beer got to a lot of people early um, so the crowd (laughs) kind of thinned out but uh uh justin singleton and his band the shore billies they they played through the heat god love them up there i mean i don't know how they did it um so but yeah, it was a good weekend. Uh, we got another big weekend coming up this weekend. Be safe out there. As our proclamation from two meetings ago, if you're voting this weekend, be safe. <coughs>
2: um,
1: I want to actually thank all the citizens of the county. I think part of the reason we don't have, you know, people showing up with complaints during the budget season is because throughout the year, they're reaching out to us and we're talking to them and finding out what are the needs. Um, where can we do better what amenities do you need what services do you need whether it's expansion of the library improvement at the fields um, please keep doing that so we can work on that throughout the year to make sure that we're delivering the services that you expect for your hard-earned tax money we we, um, we take that obligation very seriously um, and also thank all of the employees of the county who work so hard to make sure that all the tax money that comes in, that it's being put to proper use to make sure, <laughs> not not margin, that <laughs> <laughs> um, it's being that's been put to good use, you know, to make sure that that we're getting true value for for all the citizens. That that our parks are top notch, right? That our buildings are upkept, and that it, you know, if you call 911, we're going to get you, and we're going to get you to the hospital. Um, all those things so that you can live your life and not have to worry it's local government operating in the background I think that's what it does best Um, and then uh, next week is uh, graduation for Queen Anne's and Ken Island High School so we want to wish all of the seniors you missed out on so much of your high school years and you guys stuck with it Um, I know I think Ken Island had their prom this past weekend did Queen Anne's also have their prom they had it previously I hope they had a great time Um, you're going out in the world to represent Queen's County, and we are proud of you. As a fellow graduate from the Queen's County School System, uh, we're looking forward to seeing what all of you do, whether you stay here in the county or whether you leave, um, you'll reflect well. What do we have?
13: Um, uh, just, I mean, about an hour ago, we walked
2: in the door that Ken Island High School just won the state 2A boys lacrosse yes. 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 Kudos to Coach Bobby Woolley yep. and the and, uh, men's Partial lacrosse team. That's
1: fantastic. Excellent job. Outstanding.
2: All right, well, on that,
1: I'll entertain a motion to adjourn. So moved. Second. All in favor? Aye. Aye. Thank you. That's
9: great. (laughs)